welcome to the pilot episode of the Isles Tailgate Podcast. I'm Tom on Twitter at HollywoodTM. And I'm Allie on Twitter at Islanders Pride. So here we are. We've been talking about doing this podcast for a long time. Uh, Tom and I have had season tickets since 2014, and we've been tailgating for a lot longer than that. Yep, and we've been doing it in the blizzards and the rain. You know, it's been uh, it's been a lot of fun. Right, and we have a lot of Islander fan friends who like to talk about hockey and the Islanders. So we figured, what better way to do it than this? Um, we yeah, both listen to a lot of Islanders podcasts. Yep, and uh, when we heard that uh, the aisle seat was uh, – they weren't going to be able to do it anymore, or at least B-Comp wasn't going to be able to do it. We decided, you know what, this might be the time to finally turn on the microphones and just uh, BS about the Islanders and maybe invite some friends on. And just, right. you know, just talk and have a couple beers and, you know, just like we're at a tailgate. Right. So um, I think most podcasts will probably be during Islander games. So you'll get uh, full-blown real-time reactions from us and probably our drunk friends. Yep. So, you know, it's going to be a good time. And, uh, that's really the point of this podcast, just have some fun. You know, we're not insiders. We don't really, you know, we don't have access to the players or, you know, ma- mainstream media people, but it's just the average fans hanging out. And right. I like to think I know a little something about the team. And so, uh, uh, I'd like to think I know something about the team, even though I really haven't been a fan that long. Yep. Yeah, became a fan after you start, we started dating, actually. Um, Tom and I are actually engaged, and we started dating yes. in 2006, and I wasn't a hockey fan at all. In fact, my family is Ranger fans. I know, bad. They're not, I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't really even call them serious Ranger fans, but whatever. Who cares? So Tom took me to my first game. I guess it was the 2006-2007 home opener. Yep. It was against the Panthers. Right. So I actually had to go to the mall and find an orange shirt because I had nothing <laughs> to wear to the game. And it wasn't even orange. It was probably more like pink. That's yeah. how not a fan I was. Yep. And uh, I had probably my Alexa Yashin orange uh, third jersey on. Well, Tom <laughs> has been a fan um, his whole life. Yep. Since, uh, since I was born, pretty much. My dad was a season ticket holder pretty much since, the, since 72, since the opening season. And uh, all throughout the uh, the dynasty and and you know I just he brought me to all these games when I was younger and really didn't become a huge fan I guess until the '93 team with uh, guys like Pierre Turgeon and and Steve Thomas and all those guys Derek King and Benoit Hogue right. they uh, they turned me into a diehard fan. Yeah, so that first game, all I really remember is Trent Hunter. He mm. was my favorite. Throwing his body around yep. a little bit. As soon as he laid a hit and checked some guy, I don't even remember, into the boards, I was like, yes, I love this, and I love number seven. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and then I uh, I think I ended up buying you a Trent Hunter jersey for I, Christmas. Yep, I still have it. I probably should bust it out since half my other jerseys I can't even wear anymore. Yeah, because for the guy we well, can't name. We'll get into that later. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not worried about him anymore. <laughs> My next game was Islanders versus Rangers, and that's really where my obsession started. I didn't really understand the full concept of Islander-Rangers. You'll never understand it until you actually go to a game. Exactly. So once again, I was at the game, not really caring much, 
and we were surrounded by Ranger fans. That's all I remember was we were surrounded by so many of probably the worst type of Ranger fans you could be surrounded by. Yep, and that was probably that was the year that the Isles made that miraculous uh, playoff push at the end. Wave Wade Dubowitz <laughs> on uh, on Easter with the little poke check got us into the playoffs. Yep. But I remember during that game. The Islanders were, it was like, they were, maybe, I don't know if they were on a losing streak at that time, but the Ranger fans, like, they were, they went up, like, a couple goals, I think. Yeah, we were losing pretty badly. No, it wasn't pretty, I don't think it was pretty badly, no, but. Well, we were losing They at were some losing, point. and all the Ranger fans were chanting, season's over, season's over, and, and Allie was starting to get really pissed off. It had off. to be early in the season, too. No, I don't, I don't think it was early in the season. No. I think it was towards the end of the season, because. No. Because that was my last game. I had a ticket plan. Me and my dad split a ticket plan with one of his friends at work. And um, that was our last game. And I took you. And it had to be in the last month or so of the season. And the honors were, you know, they were on the doorstep again in the playoffs. But it was looking very, very, very hard for them to get there. Right. And everybody around us was just being so obnoxious that at one point. They're always obnoxious. That's also true. But at one point, I just turned around and was like, shut the hell up. I don't even care. I'm going to fight all of you if everyone just leaves me alone. So we end up having to leave after the second period because, yeah. like, I was getting so aggravated they were by down, everyone. They had to be down, like, two goals at the time maybe. Or I mean, no, it might have been one goal, but still, we were just getting so, like, oh, we were over it. And I was so worked up, and I was like, that's it. I'm an Islander fan, and I hate the Rangers. And we ended up leaving after the second. They tied the game. They won. They, didn't yeah, they, they won in a shootout. Yeah, that's the last time we have ever left a pretty much have left a game early. No, there was there was a game last uh, last. No, I think it was last year at Barclays Center. They were getting smoked by Tampa. It was like four nothing at the end of the second period. I was like, I've seen enough. Let's leave. Yeah. But okay. I probably you know now that they're coming back to the Coliseum, thank God. But if that game was at the Coliseum, we would have stayed. For the sure. Tampa game, yeah. Yes. If that game was at the Coliseum, we would have stayed. Right. But, but we left that Ranger game. They did end up winning. And that's how my fandom was born. And now I'm probably even crazier than Tom is. My own Islanders Twitter. You should see the basement of our house. Like, I'm probably yeah. one of the only fiancés, wives, that will allow our basement to look like the Islanders threw up all over it. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it was a lot of fun building that basement. And uh, it's, yeah. it's got to do – we need some um, – Decoration changes Although, down um, there. Although, now if you want to get into this, it's kind of depressing going down there when they are not so great like it's been the past year or well, so. And the fact that the snake is all over the wall. Yep. So you hopefully can uh, change those decorations around yeah, a little bit. Yeah, we're slowly replacing 91 with other people. <laughs> yep. So, whatever. Regardless, he's gone. It's a new day. New management. I do I do need to talk about him for just like a second, just to get it off my chest. Okay, whatever. <laughs> so I, I saw a lot of tweets about this, how like kids that were younger or have only been a fan since Tavares was drafted, yep. and that's all they've known. Now, mm-hmm. I know I'm not younger, but I became a fan – a hardcore fan, probably the year before he got drafted, right? No, he was drafted, he was drafted in 09. Yeah. So, yeah. So – you know, the first season, whatever, I went to two games, I became a fan. Then the season was over pretty much after they lost in the playoffs. And then it was the year, and then, then Tavares got drafted in 09. So it's the same for me. Like, I have not been a fan of this team pretty much without Tavares on it. Yeah. It's, it makes it harder when, like, he was, like, one of your 
Not one of. One of first, well, it's my favorite well, player on the like, team. You like Trent Hunter at first, but right, that but faded as, quickly. As soon as Tavares <laughs> winked at that camera when he got drafted, I was done for. Done for, 91 everything, and now he broke my freaking heart. Like, uh, people laugh at me, and I laugh at myself because I honestly feel like I had to break up with him, like that I had a really bad breakup with this guy. Yeah, well. He's gone, and that's the end of it. I mean, it's easier for me because when I was younger, when they traded Turgeon, I was crushed because he's my all-time favorite player. Trading and upping yeah, no, and leaving no. are a completely different story. That wasn't Turgeon's fault No, at it, all. Was, it was not his fault, but I felt kind of the same. Like, I, guess I was heartbroken that he was – and I was like seven or eight years old at the time. Right. So that, that was rough on me. When Tavares left, I just kind of – Said, oh, well, fuck him. Well, That's it. I cried in my pool and chugged a bunch of beer on a yeah. Sunday afternoon. And then we took a Tavares face fathead that I got for my birthday a couple of years ago and put it in our dartboard. And I threw darts at it. So it did help a little bit. And then yep. it also helped when, um, you know, you have Lou and Trotz now to kind of make up for the fact that Tavares I is would gone. 100% every day of the week take – Trotz and Lou over Garth Snow and John Tavares. I know that was like a – it was a question on a lot of podcasts that we listened to. If if you had to pick, you keep Tavares, you keep Snow, and you keep Garth, or you lose Tavares and you get Trotz and you get Lou, what would you pick? And you're saying that you you yes, were 100%. always that. So, 100%. I mean, last year if you would have asked me that, I would have said, no, I want Tavares. But obviously now I have a different he, mindset. Yeah, whatever. Like, again – Hopefully this this is probably going to be the only time we talk about Tavares unless well Let's, when they play the Leafs I'm sure that'll be another when topic. When Matt Martin creams him into the boards when they play Toronto in February. <laughs> yeah. Not worried about that right now. I'm worried about uh getting going here and I mean I'm not worried about it but it's going to be fun to get going. The home opener is coming up in right. Brooklyn. Wish it was at the Coliseum but you know whatever. We'll go in early on the train and Go to the bar or whatever. It'll be, it'll be a good time. Well, I'm thinking it may be the last home opener that's ever at Barclays because oh, I'm yeah. thinking next year is going to be fully at the Coliseum. Absolutely. That's what I'm thinking too. But and we'll see, I guess. Again, we don't know it for sure. It's just what I think. We also didn't know that there were going to be games at the Coliseum this year, and it went from five to ten to half the season within like three months. Yep. <laughs> well, I mean – it, it'll be good to get back there, and then we could get back to our tailgating. Right. But, again, I am feeling a little weird about this season because it's just not the same for me right now. But I guess once it gets going, it'll probably be better. Yeah. I mean, everyone's feeling – has mixed feelings about this season. I mean, it, You're lying if you say you, you don't. Right. But it's going to be – it's going to be all right because we do have the kid who won the Calder <laughs> to build around. Right. And Which – you know, it does help. Oh, it absolutely but helps. But I'm a little worried to see now because last year he was number two and he didn't have to face top D all the time. I so don't think now it, he's number one. I still don't think it's going to matter. I hope not. I don't think it's going to matter. And you got Bo's another year older and he's getting better. I mean, I would let Bellows – I would I would put Bellows in his lineup right now. and But – there's just too many people. I, there's a lot of people, but a lot of those people that, that lose signed to these stupid one-year nothing deals are going to, I think, end up being pushed into Bridgeport. Oh. No way. 
How? You can't. You, we have at least three. Kunakle, yes. Kunakle's gone. He's going to be in Bridgeport. Filpula. Yeah. Filpula is not going to Bridgeport. He's Komarov's not, not going anywhere. Komarov's not going anywhere because he signed now. to a ridiculous deal. So you figure, and Kovar, Kovar can go to Bridgeport. Kovash. Kovash. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> sorry. Kovash. Yeah, he could go. He could go to Bridgeport. Even Ross Johnson didn't he sign a one-way contract? He's going to Bridgeport. There's no way. No one's going to take that contract. And uh, and who the hell knows what the hell Ho Sang's doing? But well, I, I really would love for him to get his shit together. At this point, I say Ho Sang and Bellows make the team out of the gate. No. And then then they end up in Bridgeport eventually. I disagree. I don't think Ho Sang is going to make the team. Well. At, if Hosang doesn't should, make the team, first of all, if Hosang doesn't make the team, then I've given up. No, I don't give up yet, but it's not looking good. And his uh, draft mate, Del Cole, I'm completely done yeah, with him. Yeah, he's done. Cut bait. Goodbye. It's, I mean, it's at this point, he's just going to be an AHLer for the rest of his life. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. He's, no one's going to want him. Nope. Just let his deal expire next year after the season. And that's it, because you're not going to get anything no, for him. No, there's no you. He's nothing. He doesn't have any trade value at all. He's been in five camps, and he hasn't made the team one. <laughs> yep. And uh, moving on to defense, I mean, Taze. I like what I saw so far in the preseason. I hope he gets a shot. Well, right defense away. is a different story because we really don't have that many people on defense that are are a lock for this team besides Luddy, Boychuk, Hickey. Pulak, Pulak, and Mayfield. And, yeah, but to start, they're not locks. Yeah, they are. I don't think so. They start have one, on they the have, roster, but not in deals. the lineup. They have one-way deals. They'll be that, on the team. Yeah. I'm not saying they're not going to be on the team. I'm not saying they're not. They're not a lock to start game one on the ice. No, but they're on the team, so that's a roster spot, and that could take up a roster spot from Taze. Is my point. And then you brought in guys like Spisa and. And, They're um, not getting contracts, so. Yeah. I mean, old the old Islanders, uh, Garth Snow, they would both get contracts. Right, but it's not. So I know until until that doesn't happen, then yeah. it's still well, it's that hard mindset. To get out of that mindset. It's that mindset. Well, Taze, I think, should 100% be on this team, and Pollock has looked great. Um, you know, he rolling he, from the end yeah, of last. He's season. been good since last year, so at the end of last year. Him and Hickey, I kind of like as a combo. Yeah. They'll uh they'll um they'll be fine, and and not to mention the trots now, running the defense as running opposed the, to running the whole team. Well, yes, but I'm saying we're talking about defense, so he's gonna change the defense, yeah. and it's just. I saw this tweet, and I don't know who said it. I think it was somebody on. I don't know. I'm not gonna mention, but um. There has been more accountability from Trotz in the five preseason games that they've played than there was all of last uh, year. Absolutely. Even though sure. the main thing that uh, Waite preached was accountability. Yeah, and there was zero. Right. Nothing. Right. There's been more in the first five. Like, Trotz was mad the other day <laughs> that they let up, like, the one goal or whatever. <laughs> like, that's yeah. more than there ever was under Snow or Waite or Capuano, just, for that matter. There was just excuses. You know, every every loss, every everything had an excuse, and now there there really is none, at all coming from Trots. That's good. It is definitely That's good. What we need. And then we have uh, 
the newly signed Robin Leonard, who uh, there was an excellent article about him. I'm sure every Islander fan and probably every hockey fan has read it. Yep. And uh, I'm just really pulling for the guy now. I mean, I I, like I wasn't already because obviously he's on the Islanders. Yeah. So now it's just you look at it from a different perspective now because you know even he said in the article he was known as this crazy man, this crazy guy. Yep. Like, oh, well, you don't want him in your locker room, and. You know, this is why this stigma is around because that no one knew what was going on in his head. No, only I mean, only he did, obviously. Right. But so good for him for coming out with it, and for the athletic for making it free, so I could read yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> that too. But uh, the crazy thing is, like last year when he went, like when he was at at the end of the season when he wasn't on Buffalo's roster, and no one knew where he was. To be honest with you, and I mean, towards the end of the season, it was kind of hard for me to follow hockey because it was not yeah, good for absolutely. the Islanders. But I didn't even realize that he didn't play the last month or uh, couple well, of weeks because, of the season. Obviously, because I play fantasy hockey, I knew that he was out because I think I had him on my roster at one point, and he just, yeah, and I ended, I ended up dropping him because they said he was day-to-day, and he was day-to-day for like, Obviously, the end of the season, so we didn't need him anymore. It's crazy, but, and it's crazy how quickly he was able to turn things around because this was just only in March. I mean, yeah, that that's that's the crazy. The craziest part is that he turned it around in only seven months. I mean, he looked really months. good at the Coliseum preseason game that we were at, and he looked good when yeah, he looked play. he looked good against a like a. He had one. Jun- it was like a Flyers junior true. lineup. He had one but. like off game. This preseason so far, I haven't really completely been watching all of them, but yeah, he played. Um, uh, what the what game did he play? He he didn't play last night. That was Grace. No, Grace. Grace be- beat the Rangers. Um, well, we always beat the Rangers. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah well, they've I, been giving Gibson a lot of playing time too. Yeah, because he's the third man. If you know, you and think he's they're trying to see if Gibson would steal Grace's spot. No, I just think maybe. They just because he's the next guy. Obviously, he's the third one in line. Right. And if something happens to one of them, he's gonna be. Well, he's gonna see time. The way Grice played last year, if he starts playing like that again yeah. this year, I don't think uh, Lou has a, that long of a leash as Garth had to no. let it go the no entire way. season. So he'll, they'll try something. He'll yeah he'll he'll get a, a shorter leash for sure. But so far, I don't think it, it looks better, especially because we have a better. Well, better team, coaching staff around them. So team defense overall has definitely improved. Yeah, uh, that's what uh, happens when you have a whole team of like third and fourth liners, like grinders. <laughs> oh well, team defense, yeah, because the, they had no bottom six right, last year. But the really. actual defense really hasn't changed or gotten better. No, it hasn't changed at all. The only thing, the only upside is the possibility. All this is right now is an upside because Taze can have a breakout year but if that's they give him a, a chance. Question mark. It's a, yes, a big question mark. Pulak, we know, has been getting better and right, steadily getting better. Also, a question mark. <laughs> uh, I I would say it's a little more than it was. Well, yeah, we've seen what he can. We've do. seen what he can do, and it still looks like it's carrying over, which is great. But at this point, Pelic and Mayfield are question marks too. Yes, but under a new defensive structure, it, they could be better players. We'll we'll see. Right, and we but we lost to Han. Lost to Han, yes. And we also what happened last year when we lost to Han. Mm. Yeah. So, really, the defense hasn't improved in my book unless a lot of things just fall into place. And couple things. we're Letty, Islanders, so that usually doesn't happen. Yeah, and Letty can't have a, a tr- an atrocious year yeah. like he had last year. I'm kind of surprised that Trotz put Boychuk and him back together. 
Not really. Uh. I mean, they when they first started with the Islanders, they were great together. But the last year or so, I don't know if it's Boychuk being injured. It's oh, been a little shaky. You can count Boychuk on being injured probably for at least 20 to 30 games a year which, at this point in his career. Which we can't afford right no, now. No, we can't, but... When you got guys like Taze ready to knock down the door, like it's not that big of a. Like last year, he was supposed to be our savior, but he he, he, got, he hurt. got hurt too. So, again, all question marks. But I'm looking forward to get going here, and uh, hopefully we can do this weekly. You know, and get try and do it during games, like especially over the weekend, we can have some people over and yeah, and get a bunch of people in here and talk and have some fun. Yep, and uh, I mean, we'll obviously know more once the season starts. It's hard to talk about all these things because, like we said, they're question marks until the season starts and the final roster is set, which they haven't even announced the first cut list, really, except that Burroughs got sent down today in clear waivers. Yep, that's really all. I mean, they did split up into an AHL group, so I'd assume our boy Dal Cole is down there <laughs> killing it in the AHL again. Yeah, and uh, um, I think I may have changed my perspective, and probably Hosang will be down there to start as well. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, Bellows is going to be there. If if he doesn't make the team, he'll be there, and I would expect him to be – The first call-up. Well, yeah, the first call, but I expect him to just light light the lamp down there and, and putting – the kid can shoot. Absolutely I don't know. After shoot. what happened with Barzil last year, like I don't understand how they can even start him in Bridgeport. Like You have to give him a chance. They'll give him a chance, I think. Uh, he, he's getting the reps right now, and he's getting first power play unit and first power play unit minutes in the yeah, you would, in the preseason. You would think they wouldn't do that if they weren't planning on having him start. Yeah, uh, the kid can shoot. You saw those those couple Snipes. goals he's had, and <laughs> the one that really stood out to me was the one in the preseason game at well, obviously in the preseason game, but uh, mm. the one at the Coliseum when he he it was like a one timer and he and he put it off the crossbar. I think it was a one timer. Either way, it was like off the rush, and he and he. And he put it right off the crossbar, and I was like, oh, man, this kid can shoot. He needs to be in the lineup now. Yeah. I'm tired. I mean, obviously, you know, Andrew Ladd's going to be in the lineup, but who knows what's, what's going on with him. He's been out of practice and camp for now six days or so. Mm-hmm. So if, well, if he if he can't go to start the season, which who knows at this point, for sure Bellows is taking his spot on the third line. I would like to see Bellows get again, more. Again, like unit. you said, though, before, like wh- what happens This we have way too many people no, yeah, right I know, now. I know. But so the third line would have to probably be Philpola or or Kovash and um Lad and who who oh Komarov. So Komarov, Lad and, and Kovash or Philpola. Because we have we basically I in my head we have four, three lines set. The fourth line has looked rejuvenated mm, since oh, my yeah, man yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt Martin has come saying, back into the fray. I was thinking you said that we have three line at uh, the top three lines. No, so no, no, I was no, like, no, no. way. Have, the third line is a huge question mark. We have one, line. two, and four. Yeah. Because um, clearly Trotz knew that best, best fourth line in hockey tried to reunite them, and it, it seems to be working in the preseason, so I'm assuming that it'll stick for the season. And then some sort of combination of Bailey, Lee, Eberly, Bo, Barzil, and who am I missing? Well, today it's been, it was Bailey – Bo and Barzel. It's been like that, I think, for the past couple of days. And then I'm not sure. Lee, Eberly, and Nelson. Yes. So, ugh. But anyway, so we yeah. have some sort of combination of that in the top two lines, and then the fourth line I think is set. So we have three roster spots. And do you really want to stick Bellows on a line with these random old men that 
Yes. We don't want to play it anymore. If, he, if he's on the team, he's getting power play minutes, and the kid can shoot. You I need a guy. So. You need a guy that can shoot on the power play. I just don't want another Nino and, situation. Yeah, it it could happen, but I don't think so. Not with this this new group that's running the team now. Well, I'm just hoping that Trotz can pull it together, and if it doesn't pull together, like a month in, that Lou pulls the trigger and does something to make it happen. Yeah, he could do that. He might not do it. I just we don't. don't know. I'm it's, done it's, with the stagnant stagnant and yes. I think that was one of the reasons the other guy left because there was just never anything done to help the team during the season ever yep in his I nine mean, years on the team that's what makes it easier too is because we didn't do anything when he was here really you had the one great moment mm-hmm. at uh against the Panthers yep but you know it's it's over now and whatever moving on yep so um like Tom said we hope to do this try to do it weekly yep um, hopefully during game time, if not on a weekend, whenever. yeah, on a weekend sometime. Um, so for now, you can find us on SoundCloud and then hopefully iTunes soon. And you could always follow us on Twitter at Isles Tailgate, where the link for our SoundCloud is posted in the bio. Again, I have been Tom at Hollywood TM, and I'm Allie at Islanders Pride. Thank you for listening to the pilot episode of the Isles Tailgate podcast. We'll see you soon. Bye.